Welcome to The Drift, your resource on all things business strategy, entrepreneurship, and leadership. I'm your host, Aloisa, and today's guest is Kristen Carrico, Senior Vice President of Customer Experience at MindBody. Kristen comes to MindBody with extensive experience in senior leadership roles, ranging from Vice President of Customer Experience to Chief Operating Officer, among many others. And at MindBody, Kristen oversees the entire customer experience team globally for the world's leading wellness technology company, using her collective experience in building both scalable solutions and cross-functional high-performing teams across several countries. Kristen believes in the power of delivering phenomenal customer and team member experiences as a key to success. I'm so excited to have you guys hear her story. So without further ado, welcome Kristen. Hi, Eloisa. Thank you so much for having me here today. Absolutely. I am so stoked to have you on. So with that said, let's let's get started. Can you share with us a little background on yourself and how you got to where you are today? Oh, absolutely. I'm happy to. So I started um, my career in two spaces, really consulting and then leading SaaS B2B and B2C companies. So I have a background from startup that spans uh, successful startup technology consulting companies to large multinational publicly traded tech companies. So I've had the fortunate experience of working inside and consulting with um, companies like Microsoft, Apple, um, Facebook, eBay, PayPal, seeing the inner workings of these great software, hardware, internet property companies, um, which inspired me and, and has kept me in this tech space, So, which led me to MindBody. My goodness, there's so much to unpack here too. And I think one that's such a very big call out, which I'm sure we're going to dive into here too, is the type of brands that you've had the opportunity to be able to consult with. When I think about those big name players that you've had the chance to work with, Microsoft, Facebook, all these different big conglomerates in the technology space, the reason why they're so successful, in my opinion, is because of the customer experience that they're able to deliver on a daily basis. And behind that, which is something I know, I I believe that you speak so, so much about too, is the reason why a brand can be so successful in their customer experience is because of employees that power it, right? So um, I'd I'd love to dive into that just to kind of kick us off here. When we think about the employee experience, Um, specifically thinking about how the world has really shifted away from the traditional model to now this digital hybrid work environment, and now that's the norm. So how would you think about, first and foremost, promoting or living the company values in now the digital workspace? Oh, absolutely. Great question. So at MindBody, we live our values day in and day out. So our values center around a commitment to wellness. Um, And with that focus, there are seven dimensions of wellness that we talk about, and those are physical, emotional, intellectual, social, environmental, occupational, and spiritual. And we also have the values of audaciously achieving and consciously evolving, empathy, and being humble and helpful. And I think in this hybrid work environment, you have to maximize 
you know, showing how you're walking the walk with your, your team members um, and how you're acting on those values in fun and creative ways. Because a lot of times people are at home and not everyone is on Zoom all day long. I mean, some people may be interacting with customers on email, chat, um, or phone. And so they may lack that employee or, or face-to-face personal engagement. And so doing things that are creative, like creating small TikTok-like videos to communicate business objectives or have fun with the team on Slack to incorporating wellness in things like team meetings. So recently we had a meditation to kick off my all-team meeting to build that into the day for all of our team members. And then it's also recognizing the phenomenal efforts of our team members, you know, on recognition platforms like Bravo. Um, using a monthly benefit pass, you know, to experience wellness at any number of our customers. Those are a few of the things that come to mind on how we want to walk the walk on bringing and promoting that wellness in the workspace. That's absolutely fantastic because, and again, I'm sure we'll touch on that in just a second, but something that I always am am constantly reminded of is we have to meet our customers where they are. The reality is like, we've got to meet our employers where they are. We got to meet our employees where they're, where they are and where they are to date has drastically shifted. I mean, of course, grandly because of the pandemic and, and it's unlocked this sense of kind of accessibility for consumers or for employees to be able to work where they, wherever they want um, to work at. So I think, that's very powerful, especially considering the fact that my body is also a very wellness oriented, obviously company and reflecting along the lines of, you know, walking, walking the walk, not just talking the talk. Can you talk about how my body specifically continues to live their values? Absolutely. And everything that we do, you know, it really connecting the world to wellness is our purpose and we reinforce that day in and day out in different meetings and it really sets the tone for the kind of expectation of how we want all of our team members to approach their day you know managers lean into wellness on their teams it's really starting with that role model behavior so rather than glorifying those long work hours or late nights and weekends We focus more on those verifiable outcomes or those business results that were delivered and highlight those different wellness activities that the teams are doing, both in and outside the office. Some other activities that we do at MindBody is we start meetings with a positive focus. And what this is, is an opportunity for our team members to share either something that's great going in their personal life or professionally at an achievement that they want to highlight with the team. And when you're running from meetings to meetings, this is that moment to kind of center and bring ourselves into that space, but also show um, gratitude and, and be able to connect with others on a more personal basis. We use different things like walking one-on-ones, you know, get off of Zoom, get on your phone, get out and get some fresh air in the sunshine, go have coffee with a fellow team member if you live in close enough proximity to do that, and make time for those employee resource groups um, at work. Um, Things like doing wellness activities together, you know, supporting some of our customers and go do an F45 fitness class, or maybe you have a girl's day out and you go, uh, well, I should say men or women's day out and you could go get your hair done, right? And so those things together foster that camaraderie. 
while still focusing on the customer experience and really having empathy uh, in our customer's environment. But also looking at things like social events. You know, we're a tech company. We love having fun. We work hard. We play hard. So making sure we make time for that regionally. And then just take the PTO. Take that time for a vacation. Refuel. You will come back with a fresh perspective and you'll be ready to tackle the challenges ahead. And some other things that kind of come to mind on like living our values is very much also tied to our business. You know, we power the world of wellness. And so connecting things to scorecards. So every team member knows what winning looks like from the way that their own individual productivity contributes to the overall goals of the company to the way we measure monthly and business, monthly and quarterly business reviews. And then just engaging with our customers. I mean, our customers are everything to us. So putting them front and center um, in any kind of forum where we can interview them, do fireside chats so our team members can see our customers in action to customer forums where we're getting that voice of the customer. Or even in monthly meetings that we have um, with, with key customers or even at our annual conference, which we call BOLD getting that, that, those customers together. Those are some of the ways that, that we walk the walk on both small and large, larger scale initiatives. I am sitting over here making all of these mental notes and thinking, my goodness, I need to start implementing these with my teams, definitely. Especially one of the uh, the one-on-one walking, that is so important. And I feel myself now, especially when I'm out traveling and I'm having to take calls, I actually feel a lot more creative during those conversations. And I didn't even think about that. Well, and it's what I found that when I do that is just a little bit of fresh air and changing up the plate, this, you know, the workspace is I'm also very much more focused on that one on one connection and without any kind of distractions. So, yeah, I agree. Good to get up and move throughout the day. (laughs) Oh, yes. It makes a difference. Let me tell you. Well, I want to go back onto one of the notes that you had just spoken about, about how it's almost like the offerings and benefits that you provide for your employees. It really thinks about wellness more broadly and thinking about the different dimensions of wellness and the different types of wellness offerings that you could provide to your employees. And that's a very important note too, because I think right now everybody's starting to see that there are multiple dimensions of health and wellness, right? It's not just like the traditional fitness like it used to be anymore. And there's so many different ways that people can get involved and still have a healthier lifestyle, have a healthier life. So with that in mind, how would you recommend, on the other hand, employers to think about benefits that they can offer to their employees for the sake of their entire holistic well-being? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's interesting because MindBody did a wellness index this year, as we do every year, and we pulled, I think it was like 60,000 customers across 50 major U.S. cities. And 78% of people believe that wellness isn't more important now than ever. And it's really uh, surrounding that kind of self-care, health and well-being so they can live a long, fruitful and prosperous life. And so it is definitely top of mind for everyone, especially coming out of a, a global pandemic. But from the standpoint of how do you think of this as an employer, you can you have to consider it top down. You know, when companies focus on wellness, the results translate into their financials or into their bottom line. You'll have fewer medical costs. You'll have greater productivity, less sick time, 
just higher overall uh, team member engagement. And then you also want to take a bottoms up approach and get that voice of your fellow team members to hear what does wellness really mean to them and what benefits do they value the most. We're currently um, doing at MindBody a hackathon where we assemble teams from across the company to help us reimagine what the hybrid work environment looks like in, in future months and years. And so I think that top-down and bottoms-up approach is so important. One thing that I've, I've always wanted companies to consider is, is this notion of having wellness days rather than sick days. Because I think that if you were able to give someone just a day off because they were burned out or maybe they had just they needed a mental health day and it, those don't come with the guilt of being out sick. Right. And so things like that, that uh, I think companies could consider. I also think there's a gamut of different offerings. And one of the companies that MindBody just acquired as we joined forces with ClassPass. And, and corporations can offer their team members class pass credits, which can translate into any number of different wellness activities from fitness to spa, salon, mental health, integrated health, integrative health offerings, um, where they're supporting that and really walking the walk. And then I think the last thing that kind of comes to mind is rewards and recognition, you know, career spotlights and, and regarding those who are taking their careers into their own hands or using things like I mentioned, the Bravo platform, which is kind of a reward and recognition um, platform that that you can recognize people in your own teams or across the company. And then just team building budgets is leaving money and time and space for people to do morale events, you know, to have fun outside of work and maybe maybe on a specific project or maybe, you know, offering that creativity or that that space to play and have fun. What's incredibly refreshing about all the points that you just made is that it's funny, one of the trainings that I just recently delivered to a team was how the love languages can actually be translated over to the workplace. And what's what I love about everything that you just mentioned is that you're really thinking about recognition and speaking to the employee, regardless of how they like to be appreciated, right? You're touching on all the different types of ways that an employee could, would like to be appreciated. Some like gifts, um, perhaps like the class pass credits, like that is a gift for them. Some people just like having uh, teamwork and team camaraderie, team building events, just because they like to be around people. And I think it's important too that when we think about the corporate structure, uh, there's different types of employees. There's always different departments. There's different positions. So we should always think about different types of offerings that we can provide our employees for the sake of their their well-being. Would you agree? Oh, I completely agree. It's so interesting that you said that, Aloisa, is the the notion of the five, the five languages of love is definitely a book that is, is worth an investment in just personal relationships. But we just completed the languages of appreciation, which is the five languages of love that translates into the workplace and how important that is to um, appreciate people in the language that is nearest and dearest to their heart. And I, that's always top of mind for me. Because I have always led uh, large people organizations, and I always say people are a company's greatest asset, 
um, and how important it is to meet people where they are in the way that is most meaningful for them. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. I'm definitely going to have to take a look at that too and, and actually uh, go through a program. But So I think we're really touching on just something just so near and dear to my heart too. It's, just, it's important that we're taking care of our people because if we take care of our people, they're going to take care of the businesses people, which is the customers. So going into that side of the spectrum, how can we think about businesses and organizations not being so transactional, being transformational? Are there any methodologies or best practices that you would advise for brands in creating a better transformational customer experience? Oh, absolutely. I mean, this has been, you know, my entire career has been dedicated to helping companies transform. And transformation is, is such a critical success factor to any company, but especially in technology companies where there is such a need for speed, innovation, and drive for results that, you know, you constantly have to be two steps ahead of your competition. You know, things like that come to mind in, in the arsenal of, of tools that I've used over my career, you know, it always starts with change management and communication. That level of transparency between senior leadership and, and team members is so important. You know, I also think cultural alignment is a critical success factor in, in, you know, having those guiding principles of how you, we're going to interact as a team and what is our North Star. On my team, I have the five principal objectives and of the customer experience. And it number one is delivering a phenomenal customer and team member experience because of that very notion you mentioned earlier, which is happy employees deliver happy customer experiences. And then the number two uh, objective is delivering high quality uh, results, uh, high quality performance. And that's really thinking of leveraging those best practices and those met proven methodologies um, to deliver a high quality, repeatable um, experience. And then number three is innovate. Number four is think and act like an owner. And number five is collaborate. And so those are things that we can point to as a customer experience team at MindBody and really shine a light on the kind of behavior that we want. The other thing is, as you look at companies in a state of transformation, moving from kind of this as is or current state to that to be or that desired future state is where's the gap? And how are you looking at things like time, cost, quality, risk um, and measuring what's important? You know, I always say if you put it on a billboard for all the, all those to see, you can get results even faster. And as I mentioned earlier, as it relates to one of our uh, five principles is having those repeatable processes. That's so important. And, and you really can't move from current state to future state without them. And you can't improve what you can't repeat. And so um, that's a, a definitely something that is so important. Uh, I also leverage methodologies like CAPA, and CAPA stands for Corrective Action, Preventative Actions, because problems are going to happen. But do you have a good, solid methodology to assess and correct the action and then prevent it from reoccurring in the future? And so those are a few of the things that kind of come to mind. Um, I would say also just making sure you, you're you know, commemorating your plan with others and getting your key constituents involved and and establishing owners actions, due dates and out expected outcomes. So you can stay on time, on target, on budget, which is also kind of that guiding tenet of my background in consulting. 
And then always, always, always gather voice of your customer and voice of your team member and calibrate as you need to. Um, so those are a few of the things that kind of come to mind uh, as, as I have uh, done a lot of transformation over the past 20 some years. What's interesting, and correct me if I'm wrong, but the points that you're making, and it's it almost sounds like these are the exact type of methodologies that you'd want to instill traditional or in the digital age. Is that right? Oh, absolutely. And I always I always tell my team that things like whether you're using like a Kaizen methodology or Project Management Institute best practices or, you know, some of the other exceptional methodologies that are out there to help with business transformation and, and achieving business goals, whether it's an OKR methodology of object, objectives and key results. Um, the any time that you can kind of point to something um, that has a best practice and then be able to share outcomes, recognize people. Um, I think that, you know, that's a winning combination. Oh, absolutely. So on those same lines, then you, you've mentioned this one key word that is always one of my fan favorites, and it's the word of innovation. And in order to effectively innovate, we also have to be able to effectively communicate that said innovation. So when we're thinking about, so kind of actually very relevant to the last point of companies that may or may not be shifting from the traditional models to now with this digital transformation, what are some ways of which brands can more effectively communicate the value of innovation to their customers? Oh, absolutely. I think when it comes to is number one is really knowing your customers and, and, you know, really being able to, you know, look at your customer segmentation and, you know, is it a one size fits all? Is it a very curated custom experience for your enterprise customers and, and maybe a more transactional um, high speed experience for smaller companies that, you know, uh, don't have as, as complex or global needs. And so I think it starts with understand your customer. And then I also think that in those scenarios, where can you use a digital first approach? And when I say digital first, it's a personalized digital touch or tech touch, as we call it at MindBody, where you can personalize an experience and meeting the customer where they are, knowing their own tastes, you know, offering something just for them and being able to check in with them frequently. And that was based off of a report by McKenzie Consulting of, you know, the top influencers um, of why people would buy from a brand. And so I think tech touch is really important, but also knowing where that might work in that kind of one to many personalized digital touch, um, as opposed to, you know, a one to one in person uh, relationship. Mm, you're exactly right. You know, thinking about how we can use technology, not just for the sake of using technology, but be able to make a human deep rooted connection with others. Amazing. Well, you are giving such a fabulous tidbits. Thank you so much. One other just question that I had for you, just curious, is, you know, thinking about technology and just the whole gamut of software that you've been exposed to, I'd be fascinated to understand what sort of digitally based tools have you seen support the most in enhancing the employee experience and perhaps even bridge the interaction, intersection of employee and customer? Oh, 
I, there is so much technology out there and I love it all. <laughs> I think it just depends on, you know, how can you implement technology in your environment for your team members that powers the customer experience? And then how do you leverage technology with your customers, um, to foster a, a strong relationship? When I think of things like, um, you know, I guess some of the top things that come to mind is things like ClassPass. You know, it's it's offering wellness credits to your your team members, and and how powerful of a tool that is. And they can, you know, very much procure um, curated experiences, wellness experiences that are near and dear to them. And so I think that is an exceptional way to to reach employees and support customers. And then I mentioned, you know, the way in which we can reach out to, you know the thousands and thousands of customers around the world with a personalized digital touch. Uh, we leverage Gainsight, which is also a sister Vista uh, portfolio company, um, but leveraging Gainsight for the customer success aspects. Um, and that's a, a positive tool, both for our team members and then, of course, um, gauging the customer adoption and health. Um, I like Slack. You know, and I think that those collaborative tools where you can have um, quick chat and you can foster that employee engagement uh, is always really positive. Of course, Zoom, it's nice to see people when you're in a distributed or global work environment. You know, TikTok videos, those are becoming more and more popular. I always say a TikTok video is like a little digital snack. You know, it's how can you give... Um, that quick bit of information that's engaging and personal and visual uh, to reach both customers and team members. And then other tools like You Can Book Me is making it easy for customers to be in touch with you when they want to. Um, and so it's most convenient for their schedule or callback features that if someone doesn't, you know, they, they don't get someone right away on the phone, maybe just call me back. I don't, you know, I can go on with my day and you can call me um, at the next uh, first convenience. And then I also think there's a, a tool that we've used internally on some of our internal company wellness challenges to foster wellness in the workplace. Um, it's called Count It. And it ties right into your, you know, Apple Watch or your your smart device or smartphone. And, and it fosters that notion of there's a lot of internal competition, believe me. We're, we're a company full of athletes but, uh, and competitors. But it's a great way to track and, and have fun with your fellow team members of bringing that wellness and that. And it could be anything from meditation to uh, taking a walk or getting up and stretching midday and doing a little bit of yoga or, you know, doing your high-intensity interval training class. So those are a few that I think our, our, our employees, I guess the last one I would mention, I didn't mention is Bravo and it's a rewards and recognition platform. And that one is also, you know, a really special way to recognize the efforts of, of team members all, uh, all over the company. Oh, I love all of these. I also do love all of those platforms as well, too. So I'm glad that I'm on the right track of using the right software. Yeah. You never know these days. <laughs> right. Oh, I know. There's so much evolving every day. I love it all. Exactly. Well, future facing, any exciting things coming up that we can expect from yourself and my body? Oh, there's always so many exciting things happening at MindBody. Um, you know, our 
two of our core tenants are audaciously achieving and consciously evolving, and that is top of mind. So for us, focus is on growing in our B2C and B2B um, on a global scale. And so, you know, the combination and the power of the better together of mind, body and class pass um, is so exciting. You know, global expansion with our delivery teams is something that has been a, a big success within our customer experience team. Again, being able to extend uh, our reach with our customers, the digital first I mentioned earlier with Tech Touch, offering some premium consultative service offerings to our customers and self-service options. Again, meeting our customers where they are. Um, and so I'm incredibly excited about the power of Mind, Body, and ClassPass and the, the ability to you know, power the wellness industry and uh, at the same time connect the world to wellness. You know, on the B2C side with ClassPass is connecting consumers to the businesses that they love and being able to make a positive impact on wellness uh, in the world. Oh my goodness. I am so stoked to be able to continue to see the ongoing growth of my body. And that's coming from somebody that's seen and been a part of the growth for my goodness so oh. long too. So well, thank, thank you. you. Well, uh, final question for you. If you could give advice to a young woman that is designed to be a future entrepreneur or executive, what would you share with them? Oh, I mentor so many women. Um, and I think the one thing I would say to all women and men, um, and any pronouns that one would use is I would say, bring your unique genius to your passion and that there is no one like you in the world, uh, be authentic, you know, and, and I've always said in my career is gaining those experiences on each kind of rung of the ladder that you're climbing is, you know, my mentor gave me this advice once and he said, whenever, when everyone else runs out, you run in and that's where your experiences are built because sometimes those are the scary projects or those are the most challenging and gritty projects but that's really where you can learn and you can test and you can experiment. Um, I've had a great mentor, as I mentioned. I've had him for over 20 years. And so highly recommend having a great mentor because I know for me, he showed me my blind spots and helped me grow. And so I would say be your own unique genius. Um, bring the best of you to work. Don't try to be like anyone else. And uh and surround yourself with great people and, and put yourself in, in the hot seat sometimes with experiences that may seem challenging. Oh my goodness. I love all of this. Thank you so much. This has been such a blast. Kristen, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Looking to hear more what's happening in the health, wellness, and sports industry, subscribe to this podcast and we'll catch you next time on The Drift.